Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Healing Journeys Today with Herman and Raquel. We're going to start with communion. Yes, we are. Um, but when we were, we were at church this morning, yes, we attend Dominion Life yes. Church in Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just thinking about communion and I was, you know, I, I opened up to first Corinthians eleven twenty four, and it says, and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you do this or this do in remembrance of me. And the word remembrance just kind of jumped mm-hmm. out at me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what does remembrance mean? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I looked it up and it said, remember. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love that? When like you're trying to get- Trying to, to go deep with- Trying to go deep with it. And then it like uses the word that you're looking up to describe. The very thing that you're trying to get an answer to. Yeah. It's like, don't <laughs> overthink this, Herman. It's just remember. But anyway, I wouldn't take that for an answer. So I just started meditating right. on the word. And, and you know what? Because he said that, you know, that we have been baptized into his death. You right. know, and that we're not just... Uh, you know, in, in the bleachers watching this. Yes. Understand that when we're taking communion, we're not on the sidelines or we're not up in the bleachers yes. cheering Jesus on like, go, Jesus, go. <laughs> you know, we're mm-hmm. actually participating right. in this. And that's what that's what jumped out at me. It was like, it's different when you remember something. Like, like some of you guys, you know, maybe remember um, that you used to play an instrument. Or, or, or a sport or something. And, and we can remember, we can sit down, we can think about it. Maybe we, we can look at pictures, you know, like a husband and wife, like a husband and wife can sit down and open up their wedding album and remember right. that they were married, right? And okay, that's, that, that is remembering. But you know what? When they come together uh, in intimacy, um, that remembrance is a little bit more impact. You know what I'm saying? Is the, so what we get to do in communion is we get to not just have this mental ascent mm-hmm. of Jesus on the cross and what it may have looked mm-hmm. like or maybe what right. it felt like. And you know, no, when you participate in it, it leaves a different uh imprint yeah, right. on your heart. In right. your mind, absolutely. And so, as we take this communion this morning, yeah, because we're a participant. We're participating. We're, we're participating in this. Yeah, this was done for us, but don't confuse for us for you sitting on the sidelines as this right. thing is like this event is taking place for you. So you just sit there. You have nothing to do with it. You're just an observer, right, of what is happening for you or what it, right. what happened for you. So you just sit there and observe. Right. We, this was done for us 
but at the same time, we are we've been made a partaker. We have, we are participants. Even here in Romans six, when it says, "Do you not know that all of us that have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death?" Yeah. So it says we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So the thing is, is that this was done on our behalf. We are recipients, mm -hmm. but don't mistake being a recipient or a beneficiary of something as meaning that you are an observer, that you're a non-participant. Right. Because you are a participant and a recipient. Right. But it's, in, just, in it's just as simple as this. Like, I can remember in my mind, I'm remembering when I held your hand. Right. You know, I can remember that. But mm -hmm. isn't it better if I take your hand right. and hold it right. and remember like this? Right. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's good. I can feel experiential, experiential remembrance. to just uh, mental ascent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't just, I mean, our imaginations are engaged anytime we remember something, mm -hmm. our brains, our minds, and our memory. Right. But, um, you know, there, but like you it's, said, it's there's a, a certain type of the, the, the details. Yeah. And so it like, I just held your hand and I, I could feel the warmth, you know, you know, you probably felt the, the calluses on my <laughs> my hand, you know, but I'm just saying it's it's all the little details that right. we don't want to miss out right. in communion. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's I good. hope that ministers to you and, and you can receive that. So as a result of that, that's why we don't want to just take this with a religious um perspective yeah like right we, now we don't right now if you're sitting there watching us saying oh just get on with it already right then that's you, you, you talking you, about yeah i'm talking <laughs> we talking about actually you <laughs> because you should be saying herm i can slow walk this thing right. through communion slow yeah. walk because this is an intimate moment yeah that yeah. we're going to have with the lord amen. and we don't want to rush this thing. amen you know Let's you don't want to rush the time you spend with the ones you love. Yeah. You don't want that time to just go by like that. You want that to last. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just remember, you know, when when you know maybe you were young or or old for some of y'all, and you know, you're you're talking <laughs> talking on the phone, and it's just like you don't even want to hang up. Right. It's like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you. No, you do it. No, you first. You first. And then you just wind up falling on the falling asleep and neither one of you hung up and, until one of y'all start to snore like, oh, Jesus. This, <laughs> do, I, do I really want this is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? But you don't want to, you don't want to rush the moment. Amen. So Jesus, we, we come before you this morning, not just remembering you with mental assent, we are remembering you by participating in this covenant that was cut, in your sacrifice that you made. We thank you that we get to participate in that this morning. We get to participate in it as often as we care to do it. Amen. And so we thank you for what your broken body meant for us. 
we thank you that those stripes you took, thank you. that we didn't take them, but we have been credited as being a part of that, yes. that moment. And so we thank you that our bodies are alive. Yes. We thank you that our bodies are full of health. We thank you that our bodies are healed by your stripes. That's exactly what this communion is for. By your stripes, we were healed. Amen. We thank you for this payment that was made. And again, we remember the moment by participating in this right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And then he took the cup and said, this cup is the, the new covenant in my blood. See, the new covenant was in his blood. Right. The new covenant wasn't in your work. Right. The new covenant wasn't in your performance. It was in his blood. Amen. I never even thought about it like and that. And it wasn't in the blood of bulls and goats. Right, because that couldn't do it. Right. Because we would have to do it again mm -hmm. and again and mm -hmm. again. This was done in his, it was his blood that established it was he was the only it was the only blood right. that could establish this new covenant right. with God and man. Yeah. God couldn't wait to get back to a place where he could have true relationships yes. with man and make man his habitation, make man his dwelling. Forget the building, forget the, the, uh, the curtain that was in the Holy of Holies. God couldn't wait to, for that thing to just be torn in yes. two and so that he could get into the heart of a man. Yes. Amen. That's, that, that, that was shadow, the goal. The shadow was was okay. It's cool. You know, I know that the thing is coming right. if I see the shadow. But now that the real thing, amen. amen. We're the yes. real things. We are. And God now dwells on the inside of you because of Jesus' blood. Amen. And so, Jesus, we come before you right now with thanksgiving, true thanksgiving. Amen. And, and participation and in rem remembering what you did on that cross, remembering that the blood you shed washed us clean. Thank you, Lord. But it didn't just cleanse us of our sin. It gave us a new history. It gave us a new resume. And that resume is all of who you are, all of what you did, all of your accomplishments, have now become ours. The Lord. fact that you did everything right yes. is now a part of our history. Yes, amen. Because of your sacrifice. And our identity. It's our identity. Amen. 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 So it's not just that your your sin was washed clean. Yes, your sin was wiped away, but his perfecting of the law. Right now became a part of who you were, mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. It became part of your Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just he wiped them clean. He gave you a perfected resume, amen? So now you have nothing but righteousness. So you had sin on your resume. 
He took that off and then put righteous on there. Yes. Amen. So now your identity isn't with that old man. The identity is with him. He's that new man. Amen. That's who you are now. You are now one with Jesus. Yes. You die. Nevertheless, you live. But it's not you. It's Jesus on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. So, Jesus, we thank you for this, uh, for what you did uh, on the cross for us. Thank you that you paid for sin. Thank you that you gave us and made us righteous. Amen. Gave us access to your grace through righteousness. And so we receive it right now. And we just do this in faith, knowing that we can come before the Father at any moment in confidence because we walk into that room as the righteousness of God and Christ Jesus. We receive this right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. See, don't let the devil, and it's not always the devil, Sometimes it's you just feeling guilty, not wanting to come spend time with the Lord because yeah. of a shortcoming. Yeah. But again, you don't have to come. You don't, you don't come before him with your shortcoming anyway. I always say you, you come before him with Jesus' long coming. Amen. That's Amen. Good. I like that. It, so you don't, it doesn't matter what you do. You've done. Yes. You can always run to him. Yes. He's not going to disown you. Amen. Because he's already made up his mind about that you. He's going to look at you mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. Period. That's it. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's good. It's important for you to repent, which basically means it's not just, oh, I'm sorry. Right. Because then I may do it again. And that's important for your heart. Right. It's really not important, honestly, for God's heart. Because God, as you just said, has already made up his mind about us. Right. See, his mind is not being made up with what we do. Mm -hmm. With our actions, with each action that we do, that's how we interact with one another. We make up our minds about one another based on each new thing that we do. Yeah. Right? But God has already, if we're in Christ Jesus, <clears throat> he's already decided and determined and made up his mind about you. Yeah. He's already declared you righteous. Mm. So now your actions, <clears throat> your actions need to support righteousness for your sake so that the devil can't come and condemn you about you because yeah. you haven't made up your mind about you in right. most instances. But God has already made up his mind about you. Right. That is that is that is key, you guys, because when you have not made up your mind to see yourself as God has seen you, that means that based on whatever actions that you do, either good or bad, you are going to be wavering about your own self. <clears throat> You're going to find yourself wavering. And when you waver about yourself, believe it or not, you actually find yourself wavering with God because your confidence towards God is affected. Right. Your confidence towards God is stifled because of the way that you see yourself and you haven't made up the decision about you that, that you are in fact righteous and that's just it. You right. haven't made that decision up. 
So now the enemy can come in there and the enemy can, can lie to you and the enemy can condemn you about your actions and you will start to kind of waver. waver based on how you perceive yourself. And, and the thing is, is that everything that God has put in you, meaning that, that harvest that God is looking to get out of you, because remember, there was a seed planted in us, mm -hmm. and that seed was Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And God is looking for a harvest. He's looking for mm -hmm. a return on his investment. But you can't give him that return on his investment by remembering your mm -hmm. shortcomings. That's really good. Amen. That's really you good. can't give it to him. That's you really can't, because let me tell you, mm -hmm. that good, that perfect, that acceptable plan mm -hmm. that God has has for all of us, yeah. it's only going to be reached when we see ourselves yeah. as Christ Jesus. Because think about it. God's plan for us is only for the person who is in Christ Jesus. Yes. It's only for really Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So his plan for you, his plan for me, is can only be realized in Christ. So if you are in Christ, if he, if he, God doesn't see you as Christ, he would be unjust to even have an expectation of us that couldn't be reached right. apart from, from Christ. Mm -hmm. So he gave us the very thing. He placed us in Christ, which is the only way that this can, that this can be reached. The only way that we can live above the circumstances, the right. only way that we can, uh, you know, grow up to be so big that the birds of the air can come and rest in our branches. Yeah. The only way that 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 any of this works is in Christ. Right. So he has. So God has already made up His mind that we are in Christ. Right. That we are as capable as Christ, so that all of the expectations and everything that He's given us again, can only be realized in Christ Jesus. So he never intended for us to live this life apart from Christ. Mm -hmm. It can't be lived apart from Christ. Everything that he has for you cannot be realized apart from Christ, cannot be realized apart from him seeing you as Christ and apart from you seeing you as Christ. Amen. See, God seeing us as Christ honestly doesn't matter if you don't see yourself as Christ. Right. See, because God, again, has already made up his mind about you that he does see you. He, you are just like Christ Jesus in his mind. Now. Are you going to make that decision? Exactly. And, 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 that's, exactly. and that's what it boils down to. Are you going to choose to look like Christ? Amen. Are you going to choose to identify yourself Amen. with the one Jesus yes. Christ? Or are you going to choose to identify yourself with the pig and feeding the pig slop like mm -hmm. that prodigal son mm -hmm. was doing? Mm -hmm. Amen. Because he lost his identity. He didn't. He didn't cease to become cease in yeah. being the son. Right. He ceased in knowing that he was the son. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it dictated his actions. Right. Even though he was still the son, like right. you said. Right. His, his position had never changed, but the way he saw himself changed the whole trajectory of his life. Right. The way he viewed himself ultimately defined the life that he lived. Yeah. 
And just by going back, it, it, it changed his trajectory. His trajectory was going down. Mm-hmm. And then just that simple, I'm going back. Right. Went ahead and put him on a, a new level. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same thing for us. I know some of you have been, you know, and it always happens too around the holidays. You know, we start thinking about things and we start feeling guilty maybe about your relationship with your family members who you won't see because y'all mad at each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we cannot allow those thoughts yeah. about where we've missed it to control us to help shape our decision-making. Because Mm -hmm. again, you want to have that, I want to make decisions for my life based on the fact that I'm Jesus in this earth realm. I'm his body. I want to make decisions having that uh, confirmation, that confidence Mm -hmm. in him because you always settle for less. If If you don't think that you are righteous, then you're going to make a decision based on the lack of righteousness. Mm -hmm. You know, you're only going to shoot for what you think you're worth. Right. Well, what is Jesus worth? What does Jesus deserve to have? That's what you deserve to have. And again, you guys, and then we, I mentioned this at the Bible study, Herman and I do a Bible study every other week in Bel Air on Thursday nights. And we just did it on Thursday night. And I was trying to tell them because it's it's a healing centered Bible study. But I was trying to tell them also that that what the reason why we're stressing this identity in Christ so much is because healing is a spiritual blessing that is a byproduct. Mm-hmm. All of the, the, the things that we a lot of times think are like the end goal are really just a byproduct that comes about as a result of you identifying with Christ Jesus. So the way I describe it is a high level view, bird's eye view. a bird's eye view a high level view looking down, right? Birds are looking, they got the whole thing. They, they can see everything, okay? So a bird's eye view, they see everything and they're looking down and they, they can just take it all in, right? So things look smaller from a bird's perspective because they're way up above. We wanna have a bird's eye view when it comes to our position in Christ Jesus. Because what ends up happening is that when you get that bird's eye view and when you see yourself as seated in heavenly places, Mm -hmm. when you see yourself as seated in heavenly places, higher than the birds even, higher than the heavens, in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, that means that every single obstacle, including every disease, every sickness, every ailment, every pain, every discomfort, is already under your feet. No matter what the name is, it's under your feet. When you see it from the bird's eye view. So when you see it from your identity in Christ, and that's why we've been stressing so much looking like Jesus. We've been stressing so much our identity with Jesus because when you see it from a bird's eye view, 
You're not seeing it from the lady who touched the hem of God's garment. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing it from if I can just touch his hem, if I can just go to this conference, if I can just get this person to lay hands on me, if I can just get to see this doctor who's renowned in this particular craft, in this particular thing. If I can just, you lose the, if I can just perspective, mm -hmm. which is the low level view, which is I'm down here and I'm looking up and I'm hoping I can catch a crumb from somebody somewhere. Right. You lose that perspective when you look at it from the seated in heavenly places on one with Jesus view. Right. that views every single thing now that comes up. Everything is small from here. When I'm, when I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, AIDS is small. Stage five cancer is small because it's still under my feet. Amen. So we're trying to get you guys, the, we're trying to get you to raise your perspective. We're trying to get you to raise your perspective to being one with Jesus. When you're one with Jesus, you just live up here. Right. You don't ever drop down. You don't ever have to come down and, and address the things that happen on the low level because you're so far up here. You just stay up here. So you ride the crest of the wave. Here comes another wave. Oh, there's another wave. It's a big wave. It's a big wave. It's still under my feet because I'm up here. I think what, what, it, what it can be summed up in is what we want to do is teach you to fish, not just give a fish. God wants you to be a fisherman. Amen. Because guess what? A fisherman has fish for himself to eat. Right. A fisherman also has fish to give to others. Right. Amen. And so we don't want you to shortchange by just saying, oh, let me just get that right there. That, then it's going to stop. Right. No. So we're saying just, right. just raise your level of thinking, knowing that you are seated at the right hand of the yes. Father and things look small. I want to read here yes. uh, in Ephesians chapter one. Starting at verse three, this is about us having all things. See, now most people, you know, I'll just read the first sentence. It says, every spiritual blessing, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Ephesians 1. Ephesians, Ephesians 1, 1, 3. It says, every spiritual blessing in, heavenly, in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father. See that every gift, all spiritual blessings have been given to you already. And I'll read it in the ESV. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, had, who has blessed us in the heavenly places. Right, but with all things. Who blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, excuse right. me, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And when you hear that really quick, people may think, okay, great. It's in the spirit. I've been blessed in the spirit. Exactly. That's, that's wonderful. Exactly. It's great. It's in the spirit. I, I live right here on earth. Yeah. Okay. But what you're not realizing <laughs> is that if it's been given to you spiritually, mm -hmm. it's been given to you automatically physically. 
but we do they, they this is exactly where I was going with mm-hmm. this. Um that's that's exactly it. We wish it said that all physical blessings mm-hmm. have been given to us. But see, yeah. if he gave you all physical blessings, he would have shortchanged you. Yes. Right. He wouldn't have, so he true. wouldn't have given you what you need to be Christ Jesus. Because we are spirit. And the Bible says that everything that is seen, everything that is in the flesh, mm-hmm. came from the spirit. Exactly. So if he had only given you physical things, then you wouldn't have access to spiritual things. Right. Because there's more to the, to what is Life. reality yeah. than, than just the physical. So you're right. It would have been a short changing had he just given us physical, but he gave us spiritual. That includes the physical. Yeah, that has direct implication on the physical Amen. is again like you said we are a spirit we live in a body right it's almost like somebody uh gave us um you know uh you know just tricked out our car for us gave us all the the perks you know in our car but didn't give any of the, no we we would rather get all the blessing mm-hmm. ourselves, and then I can I can fix my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't just give it to my car. See, we we like for the Lord to just give us the physical thing, right? But no, He's given us this all spiritual blessings. Mm-hmm. And let me continue. So it says that every spiritual blessing in heavenly in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus. All because, listen to this. All because. He sees us wrapped into Christ. Amen. God sees you wrapped into Christ. And that's why he's given you all spiritual blessings. Mm -hmm. Because he's made no separation between Jesus and you. Amen. And so whatever is Jesus's, it's now yours. Because Mm -hmm. he doesn't, there's no line of demarcation between you and Jesus as far as God's concerned. Mm -hmm. And if it is as far as you're concerned, then that's pride and arrogance at work in your life. Because the humility, the humble one says, I agree. Right. I am one with Christ Jesus. I do have all spiritual blessings. I am deserving of all spiritual blessings because I'm in Christ Jesus. Says this is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And listen to this in verse four. He chose us to be his very own Joining us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Before God even created this earth, he had already chosen you. You were already known before he even created the heavens and the earth. We say, what came first? No, you were already (laughs) in existence before this earth was built. Yes. Amen. Amen. And it says here, in verse what? We're still in four. Still in four. Um, So before he laid the foundations of the universe, he chose you. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Mm. Man. Mm. If we could live life like we have an unstained innocence. And in the ESV, it says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, 
that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Mm. So the thing is, is that if, if we're blameless, we are without sin. Yeah. God sees us without sin. Mm -hmm. That's the way God has determined to see us is blameless, holy, set apart and blameless. Right. And when we're holy and set apart and blameless, and when we know it, amen, when we, when we own it, mm-hmm. when we own that we are blameless, condemnation doesn't have a way in. No. Condemnation doesn't have a way in, and sickness and disease doesn't have a way in or a way to stick to you. Because it can only stick to you if you aren't blameless. Right. See, sin and sickness and disease, or excuse me, sickness and diseases access into us mm-hmm. is only by way of fallen nature, is only by way of sin. Yes. So if we are blameless mm-hmm. and holy and without blemish before him, that means that sickness and disease does not have a right Amen. to come in and and it's going to try absolutely mm-hmm. because the devil is <clears throat> a stupid foe mm-hmm. and he is constantly he's a thief he's he's a thief and he's constantly trying but he doesn't have grounds put it that way he doesn't have grounds to stay. Mm-hmm. He, he, he can suggest anything he wants to suggest by way of a symptom, by way of a diagnosis, by way of, oh, what is that? What is that lump? What is that? Oh, he's, he's, he's suggesting to you. Yeah. But how we choose to respond will determine whether or not that thing, even though we're without blemish, yeah. Even though we are without blame, even though we are holy and that thing does not have a right to us, if we allow that thing to have a right to us, that thing is gonna will try to ravage us. Yeah. It'll he comes That's to just steal the word. Just just think about this. He comes to steal the word. That means you have the word. That means you have the seed. He's coming to steal what you already and, you know, have. And you don't yes. you don't want to to give him the victory of being a thief. Right. Amen. Right. But but back to the unstained innocent innocence. I was a. Uh, think about a baby, right? Uh, you know, just a newborn, mm-hmm. or it doesn't have to be a newborn, but just somebody who's not aware of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. When you got a baby in your arm, he doesn't know right from wrong. He just sees shiny, so he's grabbing your jewelry, trying to pull on your earrings. I mean, he's just. He's just He's not even thinking about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he's he's not aware. He's got this innocence Mm -hmm. about him or her. And they're just not aware of right and wrong. Right. And they're just going for it. Mm -hmm. And then we were in the airport the other day. And it was this little, he was he wasn't even a baby. He was he was kind of oh yeah he bigger, but his, his mom was breastfeeding him right there. He, he didn't care. He was grabbing that he shirt. He was pulling her shirt up and he looked to be about three. 
And, Wait, this, and he was this, a big three. That's not the point, though. That is somewhat of the point. Yeah. But then he was just grabbing her shirt, pulling it, looking for that boob, and was ready to, <laughs> we were like, wow. He, he but what I'm, saying is that, what, what I'm saying is that <laughs> he was just not even thinking about right. whether this was right or wrong. Right. Or there was yeah. an innocence to it, even right. though he was a little too big. Yeah, he was a little too big. <laughs> but I'm just saying, God wants us. When he holds us in his arms, he wants us to just grab for his his jewelry, and he wants us to just amen. Not, not yeah, right, amen. He doesn't want us yeah. to be afraid to explore amen. all of who he is. Yes. Go through the cabinets, yeah. crawl on the floor, put your yeah. finger in an electric socket. You can't, you can't get shocked in heaven. It's not, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't work. Okay. Uh, you understand? What I'm Drink saying? out of the milk carton. Oh yes, Jesus. Especially that. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Could you imagine what God has in the fridge? Man, that's the way he wants us to be with this innocence. We want to live life as an, as innocent. Yes. Amen. Not so that we can go out and get dirty again. If that's what you want to do. If you want to say, okay, well, you know what? I messed up last night and praise the Lord. Y'all said that Jesus paid for it all. Says he paid for it right. all. I'm gonna go do it again. Right. No, you have missed grace. Right, absolutely. Grace is the power mm. to resist mm. doing what you were doing. Right. So that's not grace. Right. Amen. Yeah. In verse five, it says, For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as delightful children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace. For the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus, he has for us. Amen. Don't you get it? Mm. God doesn't love Jesus more than he loves Amen. you. Amen. Praise God. He loves you exactly the same. There's only one love. It's not, I love you, Jesus, and I love them too, but not as much as you. So they get to see to sit in the seat next to you, that's next to me. No, mm -hmm. he put us in the seat with Christ Jesus. He put us in Jesus Amen. Christ. He loves us exactly the same. Exactly the same. Mm. So, and, and the thing is, is that with him loving us exactly the same, we are deserving of exactly the same. Yeah. See, we're, we're, if there was a different love reserved for us than there was for Jesus, then we can understand why Jesus could operate in certain things, but he would be unjust to tell us that we could operate in the same things if we weren't, if we didn't have the same love towards us that he has towards Jesus. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that every single thing that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. Amen. Every single thing that belongs to <laughs> Jesus belongs to us. In this spiritual realm, mm -hmm. which again means the natural yes. realm. Because if you got it in the spirit realm, you got it in the natural realm. Then you got it in all realms. You got it in all realms. Yeah. It's like if you got it in the spirit realm, you got it in all realms. If you got it in only the physical realm, you, you only got it in the physical realm. Yeah. And then on a, the, the last piece of verse uh, six, it says that, you know, for the same love he has for us, uh, for the same love that he has for Jesus, he has for us. And this unfolding plan 
brings him great pleasure. Man, God is pleasured to love you with the same love that he loves Jesus with. That is his plan. Yes. From the very beginning, before the world was created, his plan was to love you Mm -hmm. with that same love. Amen. Amen. That's that's just a tremendous uh, thing for us to embrace. It will give us the the power to see what, what Jesus was doing when he was here in the earth realm. God would put something in his heart and he would do it. He would say, jump, Jesus would jump. Walk on the water, he'd walk on the water. Put some mud on his eye, put some mud on his eye. See, he could just, he knew he could tell Jesus to do whatever and he would do it. And that's why Jesus did all these wonderful things. And that's what he's saying to us. He's like, let me, let me have just permission Amen. to speak into you without you second guessing me. Amen. And, and that's what we're going to really see, uh, just the power of God working through us when we've given him permission to just, just tell us what to do, Lord. Amen. And we just do it. Amen. Amen. Look, guys, Amen. I hope this message has been a blessing to you. Actually, I know it has been a blessing to you. Amen. Because we do it in faith. So, it, so yes. it's done deal. Um, we thank you so much for just your time. I just want to speak life into your physical body mm-hmm. right now in the name of Jesus. I command life. I cancel sickness. I cancel disease right now in the name of Jesus. You live right now in the name of Jesus. You live right now. Receive that now in Jesus' name. I cancel cancer in the name of Jesus. I cancel high blood pressure in the name of Jesus. I cancel autoimmune deficiencies in the name of Jesus. I cancel kidney failure in the name of Jesus. You live right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. All right, guys. I'm giving you a chance to say we love you. We love you. We love you guys. And and I'm telling you, just meditate on this. Ephesians 1, you may be familiar with it, but I heard a great message at the Gospel Truth Seminar um, with Andrew just a couple of weeks ago about just things that you think you know. Go back and reacquaint yourself with those things. Because a lot of times we can let things slip. And a lot of times, you know, you hear about the love of the Lord and, and whatnot. But I heard again just the other day that a lack of faith in a certain area is a lack of a revelation of his love for you in that area. Mm-hmm. That's really what that is. Yeah. So if you're struggling to receive in a particular area, it's an area that exposes the lack of revelation of God's love for you in that area. Mm-hmm. And you can be strong in one area and weak in another area. Go back and read about what God has blessed you with. Go back and read the fact that you've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Mm -hmm. Go back and read and start giving God thanks for the fact that he blessed you. Even if, Lord, I don't even understand what that means. I'm just going to thank you. But I'm going to thank you for it anyway. Because it's mine. (laughs) Because it's mine. And that means that all of my answers have already been given to me. 
And I thank you, Lord, that I walk in it. Show me, Holy Spirit, how to walk in it. But start getting out of your mouth thanksgiving for what God has done. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. We love you. Blessings to you. Blessings to you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.